welcome to this new episode of Wrestling Outside the Ring with Danny, Lena, and Avery. We have an awesome episode, as usual, for everybody today. We are going to talk about a catchphrase. Uh, Lena doesn't know what we're going to no be idea. talking about. Danny and I do, but we're going back to King of the Ring, 1992. Oh, yeah. Um, I went back and watched a lot of this. Like almost the whole event, and there were some pretty cool f- matches on here. But I didn't, I forgot all about the lead up to King of the Ring and how there were matches beforehand. Yeah, like, the to qualifiers. Get into, yeah, yeah, the qualifiers. And what I found out was that Stone Cold, a couple weeks, like I think it was two or three weeks before in one of the qualifiers was the first time he laid down the Stone Cold Stunner. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Was this... uh, um, I didn't get a chance to watch the entire event, but I I watched most of it. What I was wondering, do you recall, was this a eight-man bracket for this? Yes, it was. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Because I... Yeah, because Jake, I know Jake fought uh, Vader. That was his first match. Yeah, yeah. And Stone Cold fought Mark Merrow. But then I thought the next match was, or I thought um, they fought each other after that. Yeah, so I, maybe it was. Because um, I don't recall the other half of the bracket. I'm thinking it was only a four-man yeah, bracket I, this event. You are right. It was the four-man bracket. Okay. I wonder why they did that, because it was, traditionally, it was always an eight-man bracket. I think maybe just because of the amount of wrestling somebody would have to do. Well... And then, as we saw in 1992 with the injuries that happened, like Stone Cold going to the hospital and then coming back, and um, was Jake the Snake actually injured, you know, mm-hmm. or was that just something to make him sound like he's so tough and coming back, which he probably was a tough guy as well. And he probably would have fought through any injury. So Mm -hmm. what did, so what were your thoughts of the, the, uh, of this pay-per-view? Um, it's kind of like a dark time for, for WWF. Yeah, I could see that. I think it's because some of those stars were just starting like to come through, like, Stone Cold was just starting to come through like big and um and and some of the older more established guys were just starting to show their age like Jake the Snake and he was only 41 but I he know. looked I was a sh- lot older I was than shocked I was shocked when I when I was watching that back and and heard that he uh yeah I could have uh, you know he's younger than I am right now, so yeah, and that's, that's exactly what I thought when I saw, like, I found yeah. out how old he was. When I'm, I was watching it as a kid, you know, I thought he was super old. I thought he was like fifty, or you know. Is it a case that he aged badly, or is it a case? Because when you look, like in the eighties, the Golden Girls were only in their fifties. <laughs> is it yeah. something like that? Like people yeah, you just know looked what? older before. I think I think it is that because Jake, it's not like he looked any older than he did, you know, previously when he was, you know, when he was in his heyday in WWE. Um, 
so yeah, you might be onto something there where people kind of yeah back then <laughs> people just looked older. Well, like I thought the old the Golden Girls were in their seventies. Yeah, until me too. I looked and they're like fifty four or something. So you know, then that's not what fifty year olds look yeah. like now. For example, yeah. I even at my school I look at old graduating graduation pictures. They go back to the sixties, and I swear there's people who look middle aged that are graduating. <laughs> I think yeah. people looked older before. It's a, it's a theory I'm working on. Maybe yeah. not working it out through the podcast is the way to go, but it's yeah. just uh, that's my two cents. I oh, think I, I have agree. To <laughs> I'm going to cut you guys off, but I have to yeah. fix what I said. I said it was the 1992 King of the Ring, yeah. which yeah. never happened because there was never a 1992 King of the Ring. It didn't start till 1993, <laughs> but it's 1996 King of the Ring we're talking yeah. about. Oh. I think you started I, off with 96, but then you referred to 92 later. So okay. I think we're okay. I, yeah. I wrote You're, down yeah. 92 when you said yeah. it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know uh, Steve Austin started yeah. that early, and he might have. I don't know. <laughs> Just and and that's what really clicked in my head. I'm like... Steve Austin coming through yeah. in 92? Like, that's a lot. I'll just take where you say six and insert it over the two at some point. Oh, no, I, I, no, just, I, <laughs> I just have, like, my voice that goes 1990. Yeah, yeah exactly. Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not even his voice. Yeah. This is fantastic content. <laughs> So there were some other cool matches on this event. Like, I think, like, Jerry Lawler having a match against the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah. I, I really like Jerry Lawler, like, how he's announcing, and then he'll just, like, go fight somebody. I and, know. And he's done that in, like... um. Oh, what's the other event that I'm thinking of? Cage match. No... Royal Rumbles. <laughs> That's like yeah. where he, he gets his name called in Royal Rumble and he just like takes his headphones <laughs> off and then goes in the ring. Yeah. I picture Hilarious. him saying, gotta go. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a strange match. Ultimate Warrior and Jerry Lawler. I don't remember the lead up to that one and why they were, fu- why they were, had a match. Jerry Lawler had this picture that he made like in this frame and. Of the Ultimate Warrior, like, as a show of respect, and the Ultimate Warrior came out to the ring, like, for the interview. And, like, this is, like, he had a hat on. He didn't have his, like, he just wasn't really ready for the, like, yeah. for the interview. Like, I think he had his makeup on, but, like, he just looked really off. As yeah. the ult- as we talked about before, the Ultimate Warrior is yeah. kind of screwy sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah, and then he ended up, like, smashing the pitcher and that was sort of the lead up oh, to this. okay so. all right i remember now that happened on monday night raw i believe okay but yeah it was like a four-man elimination you like yeah that's in, uh, i'm yeah i'm thinking they well i guess they had quite a few matches other than other than the tournament on on this card so maybe they thought that tournament wasn't as interesting and the other matches were you know yeah or they didn't have a place for for the other guys in the tournament there wasn't like there was some good matches like but there was some not so good matches like yeah like the new Uh, rockers were yeah like they opened up everything and yeah 
And, but that Trim- was that was Marty and uh, was it uh, Al Snow? Yes. Yeah, it is Al Snow. Yeah, it yeah. is Al Snow. Okay. Um, so, and the main event, the main event was uh, was I watched that and Shawn Michaels versus British Bulldog, and that was actually a good match. I thought. Yeah, with Mister Perfect as a special yeah. outside the ring. Enforcer. Yeah, they, yeah, he was supposed to be in inside, and then. And then Howard Finkel said that Gorilla said, no, you have to be outside. And then Earl Habner yeah. was, was reffing. But I loved Owen Hart's uh, involvement with that, where he was commentating. and Yeah. I was going to mention that because it's like he gave off this awesome vibe, like almost the perfect bad guy. T- and He's like, hilarious. Just not quite as over the top as Jerry Lawler, but that same attitude and that same energy, I really like that. Yeah. I love how they had him on commentary during uh, Jake Roberts' match, too. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if he was there. Was he there the whole night on commentary? I think so, because like I saw him a couple times. Like He had yes. the cast on his hand. and Okay. So he... Uh, <laughs> He said he referred to Jake Roberts. He said he was fifty-one years old. Everybody, they were saying he was forty-one all all night and stuff. And you know, Owen called, Owen said he was fifty-one. I'm sure that was intentional. Yeah, <laughs> but he, if you told me he was fifty-one at this event, I would one hundred percent. Oh, I I I would have believed it for sure. Yeah, Should like I say, you? I was yeah. It's the mustache, I'm sure of it, and the mullet. <laughs> and the snake. And the snake, yeah, the snake. Cause no one says nothing guys. ages you faster than a snake. Oh, it's, yeah, it's exactly. common saying in the fashion industry. <laughs> That's yeah. why Britney Spears only had one video with a snake. They said she looked too old. <laughs> Actually, she could have had several. Thanks for your pop insights. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing wrestling to add. Did you guys notice? But I do want to see Jake the Snake now. Well, <laughs> speaking of seeing Jake the Snake, why don't we watch a little preview or a little interview with Jake the Snake? And oh, that might be We'll good. go from there. From this King of the Ring, 1996. Yes. 1996 King of the Ring, Jake the Snake interview. All right, Jake, obviously the sentimental favorite here in the King of the Ring tournament. You've overcome a lot of obstacles in your life, but the largest one is looming in front of you now. The 450-pound Bader stands in the way of your quest to become King of the Ring. You know, I was blind, but now I see. I was deaf, and now I can hear. You know, I was, my soul was purchased by the blood of the Lamb, brother. So how can I lose if I just go out there and know that the power above is reaching down and lifting me up? Yes, 450 pounds is nothing you want to play with, and I don't plan on playing, but I'll tell you something. If I was going to rob a bank, I wouldn't walk in the front door. I'd sneak up from behind. It's time to get serious. If I can get by Vader, I know I got stone cold. Lord help me. I'm going to do it. Best of luck, Jake. Back to you, Vince and JR. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Was he known for talking? About God all the time? No, or something? No. no. This was an like out there. This kind was of? this was this was his return. Uh, he ha- he had a little bit of a return uh, a few weeks prior to this uh, coming back. He had been away from WWF for a long time, okay. and so this was his you know uh, resurgence, and okay. uh, he came back as um, you know uh, somebody who had seen the light and. Uh, you know, was a new man. <laughs> also, do banks have back doors? 
course, everybody has a back door. <laughs> or every place has a back door. Everybody. <laughs> oh, Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. To that. I, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I'm fine Good. with that. <laughs> so, what do you think, Lena? Does he look 41? No, he looks 55. Uh. <laughs> and I, I wrote it down. It's not. It's the balding hair, but not just that. But that he kept, like, he has the mullet. So you're trying, like, trying to, like, make you not see that he's balding. And the mustache that ages him. It's not just one of those things that works, but all of them together. <laughs> and his physique doesn't, I mean, look the best for a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know. I, I think he had that, that doesn't age him. 1960s, 70s, 80s wrestling physique. But mm. as, like, almost what we alluded to before with the newer generation coming in and the older generation going out, that newer generation, if you look at, like... Somebody like Vader, who's a really big guy, but sort of built like, sort of like, um, or even Steve Austin or The Rock or John Cena. Those guys are really ripped. And not yeah. not saying that there weren't ripped fighters like back in the 80s and not earlier 90s, but it seems like everybody is now has that physique. Yeah, I, I and I think that goes for all sports, like, you know, you know whether it's hockey or baseball everybody's in good shape like the training yeah. has just gone through the roof yeah well, yeah wasn't always so i'm thinking especially baseball I- i'm thinking <laughs> kirby puckett <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and what's the guy from the phillies um john crutch yes <laughs> that's who i'm thinking like specifically but yeah so you know i still changed. hate that guy <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I was thinking about this last week when I was watching the Jays play, and I'm like, God, I didn't like that guy. Yeah. Just when the Jays were playing the Phillies in the playoffs in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. He was Absolutely. a dirty player, so. Yeah, I understand. We won't get too much into that. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> that We'll but, save that for our baseball <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Starts but, yeah, I mean, and, and, and he did, like, you know, Jake did put on a pile of weight, too. Yeah since like his last run in WWE he was ne- like Avery said he was never you know an elite yeah like a bodybuilder but uh um he certainly had put on some pounds and i think that's why he was wearing that <laughs> the over shirt he had like a that vest on that he was wearing i didn't even he, really notice i think he's yeah. wearing teal i don't know i was mesmerized by his hair or and lack of hair all together yeah all together <laughs> the mustache yeah he's like wrestling with a shirt on and, and <laughs> yeah so it was super strange because he had never done that before so huh. then maybe what like in the next interview i don't know if we want to watch that or not i think maybe this the next interview is a great lead up to what we were just talking about do you want to mm-hmm. watch that the next yeah. jake the snake one yep let's get into it the physician is attending to the ribs of Jake the Snake Roberts. Gorilla, Jake is vowed to go on into the finals of the King of the Ring tournament, but considering his condition, how can he continue? Well, Doc, only Jake knows how bad Jake is hurt. The doctor doesn't have any x-ray glasses. We don't know if he has a fractured rib or torn intercostal cartilage. All we know is, or all I know is, he has a burning desire to continue. And hey, Jake's 41 years old. How many more chances at the gold ring is he going to get? You know, I'm going to let him continue, Doc. 
and I'm going to watch this match very closely. I'm not going to let my heart overrule my head. If I have to stop the match, I will. All right. Thank you, President. And Vince, JR, back to you. <laughs> Was that oh guy a, a, a wrestling doctor? <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, so that's shady? what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. That's what, and and Gorilla's like this. This doctor doesn't have X-ray glasses on. Well, what but, do you mean? Is doesn't a doctor supposed to know what's wrong with you? Is he supposed like, to know? Couldn't they just get him an X-ray? <laughs> yeah. No, no X-rays. Stupidly, I was like, "Who's that other guy?" And then I realized it was a mirror. <laughs> oh my! Oh my it took goodness! Took me a couple of seconds. <laughs> so, like yeah. we talked about, like maybe he was getting this wrapped up because he <laughs> put on those extra pounds. <laughs> Just to, yeah. just to hold them in like a yeah. slimming belt. Like a yeah. hurdle. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, what you didn't see, Lena, was what happened <laughs> and why he was like that. So oh, he okay. he ended up winning his first match against oh. Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then Vader attacked him after the match and that beat Vader. the crap out of him. Oh, well, it's always amazing how these guys like they win a match and then they get the crap beat out of them by the same guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I know they can't they did, defend themselves during that. They didn't yeah, you have couldn't the drive have, yeah. to win, but they yeah. had to drive. Like, you can do it win. after. You yeah, can do it after you nothing. lose. I'd love yeah. to see that in like UFC, like where they just get another scrap afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more in other professions, like you're a cook and you just burn everything and then you go home and you make these gourmet meals. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I go and yell at children all day and I'm pretty chill and cool as a parent. Yeah. Like, just like, <laughs> just, you know, yeah. just things like that. Yeah. <laughs> the exact opposite. Yeah. So I think, like, we talked about Jake the Snake a lot. Stone Cold is coming up. He won his first match, so it's going to be Jake the Snake versus Stone Cold in the final for King of the Ring. And before we see that final interview, shall we talk about going up to the match or the results of the match anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, there was They were coming into the ring, and Stone, Stone Cold asked somebody, what, what did Jake say earlier? in his interviews and they said you know jake talked about god and stuff like that had a very (laughs) religious conversation so they went into the match they had their match and ultimately king of the ring went to stone cold steve austin yeah um it was an all right match um i yeah i liked it i mean i still think i still think jake uh, had a lot to give here mm-hmm. um, in, uh, at this time in his career. Yeah, I think you are right. Like, Jake did have a lot to give. And he was still a great athlete at this time, too. Like, even though he was 41 years old, who knows what he had going on. Broken ribs, bruised, cracked ribs. Like, I'm not a doctor. A I, I can't even see through everything right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, He's still good too on the mic. His first his first interview, yes. I thought I thought he was he was really good, even though you know the the content that he was talking about was a little strange. But um, 
he's still good and he was always one of my favorites like his old promos that he used to do um were so interesting and just unlike anyone else's um he was just very good uh yeah very good on the mic he 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 was a you know he was good with the wrestling psychology yeah definitely so since we know that stone cold won shall we watch the post championship interview yeah i don't know if it's championship it's still like uh it's like yeah the crowning if you will yeah the crowning yeah that's yeah all right here we go all right ladies and gentlemen the fourth prestigious king of the ring stone cold steve austin an incredible victory the first thing i want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. He is stone cold. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. All right, Stone Cold Steve Austin. and his remarks. Yes, 1996 WWF. As far King as this championship match is considered, son, I don't give a damn if it's Davy Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come. And when I get the shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Holy that was amazing. Piss off. Not, <laughs> yeah, that little whisper of piss off was great. Yeah. Uh, Lena doesn't know this, but the reason why I want to have this was this is the first time he said Austin 360. Okay, and yeah. I remember I, I remember I watched a couple of years later. I kind of watched some uh, pay-per-views, and I there yeah. was always Austin 316 oh, that nowhere yeah. came from. It became I mean, part of pop culture. Yeah. It, it still is. Yeah. People still refer to that. <laughs> I still They're, refer to that's the bottom line because yeah. Stone Cold said so. Yeah. Austin with her, often with her son. So, yeah. I, I do like have it. to say, sorry. You go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, how weird is it, though, th- to hear different music for Stone Cold? Yeah. Yeah. That was super strange. Like, he has an iconic theme music lena so it's like there's glass breaks there's like a glass shattering sound and then it's like like it's it's super iconic but uh yeah it was like some kind of orchestral thing going on there that uh that i didn't even remember he had it was just really weird watching him come out of the ring and walking down the the aisle to that music I think I vaguely remember the music when you described it, but I can't quite. But the shattering glass, I can, I can, yeah. will not picture that. <laughs> you can I'm, hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I can hear it. 
I like how he's like, I'm fixing to. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that. And how he called the uh, interviewer son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously he's, older than him, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's but a he, Texan. Yeah. He was that perfect bad guy that they needed. Like, that. And I'm going to go back to that Jerry Lawler. Like, he's a. Jerry Lawler on the mic is an awesome bad guy for what he says. But Stone Cold just brings it up another notch on his attitude. And it's the attitude that goes along with that, the talking, and really pushes him ahead as a likable bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. They needed someone like that. Yeah. Kind of like an everyday guy is what he's going for, but bad guy, like... Not putting up with anyone's. It it changed stuff. his character. Changed yeah, changed the whole landscape of wrestling. Oh, where definitely. You, you were rooting. You were rooting for the bad guy. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, like yeah, it, and it hasn't looked back since. There's still there's still some heels that that people love. Like I know the Rock took that persona. Like. Not when Rock first started, obviously. He was yep. definitely a babyface, but he took that heel as he went along as well, and people Absolutely. just loved him. Yeah. And again, that lovable bad guy. Yeah. yeah. And he but wasn't this... wearing his vest. No. He didn't have the Austin 316 at that yeah, point. Yeah, he was... This was literally the birth, kind of, of that, of that character. Huh. Um, you know, he was... It was such an... Like such an its infancy, like uh, at this point, so it was just like, just on its way up to super, yeah. like you know. Yeah. And I, what I really liked in that interview too was like, and I'm putting all the WWF superstars on notice. Like, it's yeah. not just like I'm putting everybody on notice. Like that branding of WWF superstars. Oh, yeah. I really like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. To be in that moment and. You know, you're still full of adrenaline just being in that match, but then to remember some of those key phrases that you have to say and then doing your own thing of, like, off the cuff, just thinking about Austin 316 and saying that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, a little bit of his own, a little bit branding, I think is pretty awesome. I think he set the he set the stage perfectly with the first thing he said. The first thing I'd like to be done, I'd like that to get that piece of trash <laughs> out of my ring. Yeah. My ring. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like later on as he grew more into his character, it was his ring. Like when he was doing promos in the ring and like getting beers tossed up to him. Yeah. Drink, like that was his ring like Getting up on a turnbuckle and like just downing that beer. Oh yeah, it, it was like him, and didn't matter who was going in the ring with him. It was his ring. Yeah, and he hadn't done any of that yet. No, no. This is just baby Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> he was impressive though, watching him walk out. Like his physique compared to yeah. Um. Jake the Snake, which is yeah. just because we talked about it is kind of why it was in my mind, I think. Well, the, yeah, they made him look like, you know, like he was ancient. Just the way yeah. he was, you know, he was all huddled over and stuff on his way back to the <laughs> back backstage after the match. Yeah. Like he just put a beat down on his senior? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's 
That's what it seemed like. One of the things about the interview, I don't know if you noticed, but his lip was, like his bottom lip was all busted up. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. The, I don't know. If you, do you want to tell the story or? No, you go ahead. All right. Yeah. So in that first match he had, he busted up his lip and he was like full of blood and it was not planned or anything, but he did go to the hospital and then come back for the match. So I guess he's wait times weren't as long then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a trooper, and and I'm willing to bet. Like if Jake the Snake was really injured, he like I said earlier, he would have came back too. I think professionalism oh, yes. versus toughness. Absolutely, we're both there. Mm-hmm. No, I think. Uh, yeah, I think all around, like there was some pretty monumental things that happened. Um in this in this pay-per-view yeah and uh yeah stone cold stone cold being you know the birth of of that character and and the whole jake roberts angle it was just a great a great all-around pay-per-view yeah definitely and you get to see the ultimate warrior too (laughs) yeah (laughs) at that time awesome what we know about him now maybe not as awesome (laughs) yeah <laughs> he's um yeah he's a character i've heard so many different different stories about about the ultimate warrior and and what people think of him and, and that sort of thing it's you know i don't like a i don't like to look too much into it but you know what's what he did is still you know it's still there and like it doesn't take anything away from from uh, the legacy he created and stuff like that. Yeah, what he did inside the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, his fringes are pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he should stay away. He should not have worn the hat, though. That's kind no, of, no. Yeah. It, it it looked like just so unprofessional. Like it just... I think even all the guys backstage were like, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, but that's pretty much all I have for this uh, event. So I yeah. don't have anything to add. Good, because that's the bottom line, because Avery said so. <laughs> oh, one thing I didn't... One thing I didn't notice. Did you happen to notice if they had the the court jesters opening up the doors? for the entrance i didn't notice no because they used to do that oh okay because yeah. i did notice doors there i just didn't notice who was opening them or yeah if- I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's i'm pretty sure that they they have some people like dressed up to open those doors <laughs> that's pretty awesome <laughs> yes actually yeah they do they do yeah. okay yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to go back and watch that again I ha- yeah, they just stand there the whole event, and then when someone's ready to come out, they just open the doors, <laughs> and they're all dressed up, and yeah, it's nice. funny. Yeah. All right, well, we'll talk next week. This was a fun episode. I, I really liked enjoying the um, origin of something, seeing the origin of something come alive. So. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, that was a great pick. Yeah. Awesome. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye.